Listen to Embedded for moments that stay with you. I could smell the smoke. I could smell the dust. Voices that resonate. <laughs> Stories that change the way you think about your life. How, how did we get here? The Embedded podcast is NPR's home for original documentary series. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Live from NPR News in New York City, I'm Dua Kautau. Across the country, there is celebration and great joy after the first U.S.-made spacecraft landed successfully on the moon. The historic moment comes more than half a century after Apollo 11 carried Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin to the lunar surface. Stephen Altimus is CEO of the private company Intuitive Machines. He thanked his team. More than standing effort. I know this was a nail biter, but we are on the on the surface and we are transmitting. And uh, welcome to the moon. The six-footed lander is called Odysseus, and according to the latest update by scientists, the fiber and titanium craft landed upright and is sending data back to Earth. A UN House Speaker Mike Johnson visited upstate New York today, campaigning for House Republicans in competitive districts. As member station WSKG's Phoebe Taylor-Vula reports, protesters gathered nearby, calling on the House to pass funding for Ukraine. Johnson visited with local law enforcement and attended a fundraiser in Binghamton. He reiterated his support for candidates like Congressman Mark Molinaro. We're recruiting a bunch more, trying to find someone like him to come into the fold so that we can work with Right now, the smallest majority in U.S. history of the House. We'd like to grow that a little bit. We're going to. Protesters gathered nearby, waving signs and the Ukrainian flag. Congressman Molinaro says he spoke with protesters and talked to the House Speaker about funding for Ukraine. For NPR News, I'm Phoebe Taylor-Vuolo in Binghamton. A U.N. aid agency has suspended food deliveries to Palestinians in northern Gaza after its trucks were mobbed by desperate crowds. Israeli checkpoints and violence from the war have made the situation even worse for struggling families. And Perizaya Bachar reports. Tasneem Ahel and her family have survived months of Israeli bombardment on Gaza City, fleeing from one place to the next some 24 times, she says, since October 7th when Hamas militants attacked Israel. There are hundreds of thousands of people like her in northern Gaza, unable to flee south. She says her father survived being shot at by an Israeli tank earlier this week as he stood among a crowd of Palestinians trying to get flour from an aid truck in Gaza City. We eat one meal in the day and... Uh, if there's food, uh, you you can eat one meal and a snack. Ahel says she's also seen malnourished babies at hospitals in Gaza City. The World Food Program says one out of every six children under the age of two are acutely malnourished now in northern Gaza. Aya Batrawi, NPR News. And you're listening to NPR News from New York. The social media site Reddit has filed for an initial public offering on the New York Stock Exchange. NPR's Bobby Allen says this comes amid a difficult advertising environment. 
Founded in 2005 in a University of Virginia dorm, Reddit started as a place for anonymous commentary on culture and politics. Today, more than 76 million people visit the site every day, posting under pseudonyms in communities that set their own rules. It helped launch the GameStop stock market roller coaster, and its communities have gotten into controversy over harassment, racism, and other issues. Reddit's hands-off approach to content moderation has been criticized and celebrated, but supporters of the site say it is a key ingredient of its success. While Reddit mostly relies on advertising, its executives are now cutting licensing deals with AI companies, including Google, to license the content found on its 100,000 communities for training AI models. Bobby Allen, NPR News, San Francisco. Ahead of a lifetime documentary that is set to air this weekend, a team of medical caretakers have announced that former talk show host Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with aphasia and frontotemporal dementia. The 59-year-old was diagnosed last year. In a statement, her team said Wendy is still able to do many things for herself. Most importantly, they add, she maintains her trademark sense of humor. Williams suffers from the same form of dementia that actor Bruce Willis is diagnosed with, impacting the ability to speak, write, and communicate. I'm Dua Lisa Kautel, NPR News. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit sattva.com slash NPR and save an additional $200. 